Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Shazam's box office is tracking strong. James Gunn is directing all of the superhero movies. And The Dark Knight returns to IMAX today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Wonder Twin Powers, activate! Form of a blizzard! Form of lice! Okay, we'll take it. It's an animal. Lice are tiny creatures. You're going to go and get in somebody's head and create an itchy sensation and defeat the villains that way. I was going to say gnats, but those are still the actual egg, and so I didn't know. Yes, so you were a louse. Are you one single louse? Because you said lice. I don't... I don't think you can be multiple organisms. You said lice, that's multiple. You can't be like a, 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 you know, a, a litter of puppies. You're one dog or not. Anyway, welcome to DC mm. Movie News, everyone. The show where we talk exclusively about news that relates to DC. Well, that, not exclusively, actually. That's a dirty lie to tell you exclusively. It's, well, it's one of many subjects. It's the main think- subject, but really, you're here as I am to <laughs> learn what's going on with the person to my left, and that is, of course, the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Universe, Mitch Roxy Stryer. That is me, that is she, I am her, and oh my gosh, do we have a ton of news today. The Ides of March are upon us. And the world is turning upside down. Ain't it so? Ain't it so? That there, was a little Johnny Reed there, wasn't it? There is some really horrible, messed up things going on in the world today. And I'm just glad that we are here to talk about DC. Yeah, guys. Because there's some great things going on. We're with here DC. to hug you in this crazy, mixed up world. We are only here for positivity and good things, even when it's just a, it's like a Wonder Twins blizzard, uh, louse storm. Lice. Uh, yes. Um, maybe I was trying to say activate form of both of us being lice. That's not how the powers work. Well, you don't know that. Um, so should, what should we talk about first? Okay, so 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 I guess big news to get off uh, right off on foot right here. James Gunn, okay, was just announced mm-hmm. that he's re- he is going to be directing Guardians of the Galaxy three, which. I mean, if you're a DC fan like myself, I don't know if you had this reaction, but my immediate reaction was like happy about it. But then I was like, oh man, we lost him. We just lost him. What do you mean? I thought we lost him. I mean, when I just read that, I'm like, oh, what's going to be the next thing? I I didn't expect it was going to be like, they worked it out. He's going to direct Suicide Squad 2 and then Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's like like John Romita Jr. going from DC to Marvel and back and forth or something like that, guys. It's like... It's Here's crazy. what happens when okay. you assume and you jump to conclusions and you didn't read the rest of it before you started making up your mind. Please enlighten me some, Roxy. Well, I just did. That's what happens. But lo and behold, he is going to be directing both for Marvel and DC within like a year and a half of each other with those releases, which is insane in the membrane. Yeah, it does make you wonder if it's like, if he's going to have pre-production stuff going on for Guardians. But there's so much that they can do, I believe, 
even though it's with his leadership, like there is a lot that is already in place for that Guardians universe, including uh, a script. So as far as even Penned like by him. Yeah. Like building sets, like early production, I think maybe can start. I really don't know that I shouldn't be speaking like out of turn because I know he's going to have a huge Huge film. Suicide Squad 2 is going to be a $100 million movie, at least. It's going to be a big deal. So I think that this is going to be fascinating to see because obviously a lot of people think that these two movies has have similar tones. They're both these Motley crews. They're both a bunch of unknown characters, or they mm-hmm. were at least at some point. And people were calling Suicide Squad the guardians of the DC universe. Right. Well, that's what we... And a lot of people were kind of hoping it was going to be the first time. Like, when the first Suicide Squad movie came out, that's what it was certainly looking like. And then when they really relied on like the soundtrack and the and the flash cut editing they kind of went back and tried to you know engineer it to be more that right but the thing is as a director he's probably going to try to have very individual tones for both of these movies as to not just be a guy who can do one thing very well which is a little goofy and kind of silly so i'm wondering does this mean something different for suicide squad 2 will he make a different turn here and decide to have suicide squad be a little darker, a little less goofy than Guardians. It should be. I mean, I really hope it is. I, I definitely hope they don't lose the darkness. These are villains. We don't want them to be just like, um, you know, slamming into each other. I think James Gunn, I, I don't think, I think, shocker, the internet is, you know, assumes a lot, right? Like everyone's like, oh, he's just doing, he's going to do a copy. You don't know that. You don't know what this guy has in store for Suicide Squad 2. He doesn't want to repeat uh, Guardians. Remember, he wrote this script, I believe, after he was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which means he was taking all that ire into it and making this version. Both these scripts are already in place and already exist. The fact that he's directing both is blowing my mind a little bit. because What do you, what do you think about the fact that this was actually decided, as they said in the article, months ago? Yeah, and they were trying to work it out, right? They were, or they were, well, they said that this is a decision that Disney came to months ago. But they were trying to work it out with the Suicide Squad a, a, a commitment and Warner Brothers, right? Was I think that's you putting that in there. Okay, I thought I saw that in the Variety article that it kind of that they were waiting for the schedules to match up. Well, what they did say was they are going to wait to the wrap of right. Suicide okay, right. Squad. Right. So that to me, that's that's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, he was fired, like. He accepted the job back. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know if people really saw this coming. People were holding out hope that he was going to get the Guardians 3 job for a while until it just kind of faded. There's talk that Kevin Foggy went to bat for the guy, that uh, it was just... Obviously, a- Batista went to bat for him hard, Zoe Big Saldana, time. a lot of the cast, and I'm wondering how much they had to actually do with the reinstatement of him because whatever they said behind closed doors about their appearances, their contracts, etc., might have affected the situation. Yeah, I think them and also the entire world, like the social media landscape was like, don't crucify James Gunn. Just the guy for making terrible jokes that were not funny. That's different than when somebody is a bad dude. Well, not the entire social media landscape. As we know very well, Johnny LaCosto has been incredibly vocal on the show about the fact that he thought that Gunn should be fired from it okay. but my, and, and a right. lot of other people but my point being that we need to actually look into things and think first and act second and the fact that Disney is reinstating him means that they don't actually it doesn't actually go against their company policy or they weren't actually that upset with what he did they were reacting to the to the people the social pressure yeah, social, the media social pressure. pressure and whatnot and now that they've decided to reinstatement state him after looking into it i think it will cause other big conglomerates to 
think first, act second. Yeah, this is, um, you know, we kind of alluded it to in a joking way at the beginning of the show, but this is a very caustic environment out there. We're hearing every day about people whose lives 10 years ago, five years ago, we were never this inside um, people's personal lives and, and, and just things that people do, it doesn't go away anymore because there's just so much, so much out there, whether it's been posted on the internet or there's security cameras that see stuff happening. It's, it's, it's a crazy changing landscape and it kind of leads into something else that we should talk to. We should say that El Dorado is going to be shooting with the title uh, or El Dorado is the shooting title. For Suicide Squad. Yeah, so this was found. There's an entire list of tons of different movies. Uh, I think they were all Warner Brothers movies. And what their working title, a.k.a. their code name for this purpose, is going to be. And it just said Suicide Squad 2 El Dorado. So, so chat roll, let me ask you right now. What is that a reference to? What is El Dorado? Western-y. Yeah. Like, do what the you have to, to do to survive. You guys let us know. Uh, I wanted to go to the chat briefly, though, talking about this whole Suicide Squad situation because you guys have tons of opinions. And by the way, in case you didn't know, you can join us every single Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time live if you go to Popcorn Talks YouTube. That's how you get involved in the conversation. Or obviously, if you can't join us live, go to iTunes, leave a comment, leave a YouTube comment. We look at those as well. But right now in the chat, going back to James Gunn, Jack Dennis says... I'll be happy when I see the Suicide Squad and Guardians 3 trailer with James Gunn's director credit on both. Till then, I don't buy he's doing both. Okay, what see? What do you think? I, I want to hear people that think that out there. Like, right now, it seems a little too good to be true. And this is ju- we just heard this news. So much like many stories change and evolve. Listen, that article, Variety reported it. They seem to have their ducks in a row. And it would be pretty awful of Disney to announce any of that stuff until it died down. James Gunn got to have an announcement of Suicide Squad. They're about to go into production. It would be very uncool for Disney slash Marvel to make that announcement while that kind of goodwill was getting towards James Gunn and this new project. So this, to me, I am inferring that the companies are working together. And mm-hmm. I believe that... I if, am too, yeah, by the so, way. But I do like that you're thinking that and you don't buy it and you shouldn't believe it until you see the trailers. Uh, El Dorado, I think, isn't it like about a quest for gold, like the road to El Dorado so or something? So says, never forget the road to El Dorado. Right. Animated movie. Right. Juan Diego Diaz says, El Dorado sounds like treasure, maybe a heist film. Right. So we got a couple different theories going on. Uh, Eon. 001 says, rip Suicide Squad 2. This movie can't catch a break. I don't look at it that way at all. I feel like this is actually a great thing for this movie. It's a great thing for this movie. And the fact it's a that great thing. we now have an incredible director on this, but the pressure is not on him that he's the guy who left Marvel and what does that mean for this is gone. We just have a great director now. We just have a, a great a script, hopefully, because he penned it, a great director, and he doesn't have to stress about all the pressure of this being his next Guardians, because he still has Guardians. Somebody else in the chat room I just saw before, and I'm sorry I lost you, was just said, is this was finally going to unite the Marvel and DC fans? I saw other people joking about the Amalgam universe, but the idea that, like, hey, Marvel DC fans that still insist on having some kind of rival uh, in, a, in, a, in a horrible world where bad stuff happens, like... Like every day, like like just yesterday, bad stuff happened in New Zealand. You know what I mean? Like this is the real, last thing, real bad thing, last thing we need to be arguing about. So I do think while we were kind of joking, I I do think there will like, and if he does both movies, great. All I have to say is 
I give a lot of props to this guy's work ethic because it sounds Me like too. he's taking on a ton. He, this guy is not going to sleep for at least a few years. Uh, 1991, Jay Smooth says, El Dorado is the city of gold. Right. Okay. Good, good, good. Yes. So all we've right. got all different answers on that. So just a final word about Suicide Squad. It seems like we're hearing that, it, you know, this should have come as no surprise because we were like, well, why did they need Deadshot and why are they recasting Deadshot? Well, guys, because we hear it, it, it is about Deadshot. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is the central focus of this movie and they're drawing more from the classic 80s comic run, so that's why we need Deadshot in this Deadshot-driven film. So, you know, I guess if that's what his... I want to give this director as much creative freedom as possible, and if James Gunn decided in order to write the best Suicide Squad 2 script and in order to direct the best script, I want it to be Deadshot-focused, then I eat crow and I'm fine with the fact that we are recasting Deadshot because if that makes the best movie then I don't care. Yeah, it seemed like if Deadshot was just a, a character that could have been substituted with someone else, they would. And I actually, one of the more I think about it, the more faith I have in the script is if to say, no, this is the story. We're not going to change the story because we lost an actor. Mm-hmm. It's like the story is the thing. And that excites me in any kind of media consumption. Um, Before we move on, guys, yes. from uh, James Gunn, real quick question, just on a broader scale, do you guys think this news has bigger implications beyond Marvel and DC? Like, do you think we'll see other reversals of I mean, the last two years have been a very reactive Twitter type of movie industry where one mistake and you're gone. Do you guys think this will have broader implications outside of just DC and Marvel? I absolutely do. Now, I don't think those implications will go as far as to people who have been um, uh, allegedly are part of the Me Too movement or anything that gets proven in court. But for something like this, where a guy made a couple really distasteful, not cool jokes 10 years ago, I I think that we will, like I said, think first, act second. Because my problem wasn't even necessarily that they fired him, which I didn't think they should have done, but it was that they did it like that. They did not look into it. They did not ask the cast, is this what he's like? They did not go to uh, other producers. They did not talk to all mm-hmm. the people he had worked with and be like, is this true about him? Are these jokes that make it sound like he is a pedophile actually true? Or are these really, really bad jokes? They didn't do any of their due diligence. In fact, they hired him with the knowledge that he had said those things. With the knowledge that he had written those things. They already knew that when they hired him. And so they... I think that this is going to change how we handle these investigations, not as much seeing different companies reinstate all these people, but moving forward, it will affect who they actually fire. Yeah, I think uh, well said, Roxy. I, I think uh, there's been a lot of reaction, reactive stuff we just saw about like Lori Laughlin getting uh, let go from Hallmark, you know, with these allegations that came out like. Uh, it's just. By the way, how embarrassing is that? So situation? embarrassing. And then her ch- kid with the the makeup yeah. line. I mean, and again, it's like fire festival stuff. Yeah. It's like kind of for some reason, if you feel bad, but you feel good right. watching like funny, these wrist jerks go yeah. down. But it is to, people's lives are getting upended. It's it's awful. And and James Gunn had, has been such a positive guy. Like his more current stuff on Twitter and everything. Like he's a very vocal guy. He speaks his mind. He was always the first person to be very uh, resentful of the things he said. And and he got ahead of it and did all the things he should have done. So I think you do have to look at these things as a case-by-case basis. You can't just destroy people's lives uh, like that. And that kind of leads us into what we want to talk about next. Um, one of the biggest stars uh, Good transition, on Adam. the planet 
is uh, Johnny Depp, and 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 you know from or, all the or thi- was was or one was, of the biggest right. stars on the so planet. So like well, in the past year, like he hasn't been attached to any new projects. Like yeah, he was just in Crimes of Grindelwald and all that. But remember and- how big of a thing it was that he was in that. Everybody was attacking J.K. Rowling. Everybody was attacking him, saying you can't let this. And I think I was one of them. I'm sure I was. Like why is this guy still in your movie? We saw that video of him yelling at her. She's got pictures of her bruises. She said that he is abusive. We can't yeah. have him here. Yeah. And now, for $50 million, yeah. he is coming back. It's been three years almost and saying, this is defamation. I did not do any of those things. Not only was I in an abusive relationship, but she was the one abusing me. She almost severed one of my fingers. Here's video evidence to prove it and also prove that she was beating herself up and showing those bruises as if I did this. Now, this is all allegedly because I haven't seen the footage, but wow. this is what this is what she has now somewhat cops to in court. So we're talking about this story as this is happening, and I don't know where this ends up but if this is all case where she was kicking the crap out of him she was doing these things to him i don't know if she's going to be in aquaman too and i know that's not the biggest part of this people well, lies as it again, relates but... to dc movie news i mean this is why this is relevant here because right. when this became very public johnny depp it seemed like was a very bad guy and did a lot of bad, bad things and, and and a lot of that could still be true we don't know but there's probably you know, to paraphrase our president, bad things on both sides here. But it seems as if if there's anything like what Smollett just did, yeah, right, allegedly, right, like staging something. By so the way, you- I had some kind of tweet that I was trying to formulate for like three hours about Amber Heard and Jesse Smollett being friends now, right. but I couldn't get the right verbiage. So if anybody wants to like help me there, <laughs> trying to lighten the situation for a minute. Wow. Okay. So you can, I, never, uh, I didn't get it. Though. Tweet at, at Roxy Stryer yeah. and let her know your way to link Heard and Smollett and some kind of, and, like, you know, which coffee they're getting and, and at which, but again, sort of pimento or something right like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, if, if so, if, if any of that is true, you saw how quickly Jesse Smollett was let go. Talk about, you know, he wasn't convicted of anything in court either, but Empire dropped him right fast. Uh, and, you know, the Kevin Sujihara stuff that's still out there last week. I don't know if we brought it up, but he issued an apology. Yeah. But that's still out there. So now you have this. And if any of this is remotely true, I don't think there's any way she's an Aquaman, too. What will we do? Will we recast her? Because um, we can't not have her. I would recast her and maybe with someone that can act this time. Whoa, did he say it? Can I tell you? I'm so upset she was like my favorite part of the movie. That and is. I told you I loved her performance. And you're not alone. And you're not alone. And I kid, but honestly, I could. I was not a huge fan of her performance. Um, I think Momoa is the star of that movie, big time. I mean, they yeah. made Mira a great part of it, but it was like between Nicole Kidman and Momoa, that's where, uh, you know, Patrick Wilson. Uh, I don't think you need her. You can recast her. Yeah, I don't know. And there's uh... we, re- we we recast lots of comic book movie characters. It happens all of the time, and there's no way like you lose James Wan or anybody. Like if this is true, it's not good. And and let if let... this is true, if it is true, and she was abusing him, she should not be able to be in this movie. I if it is true, she should not be allowed. Because there is this double standard with women beating men versus men beating women. And I don't, and if if it's true that they were both doing right. it to each other, he should not be allowed to be in movies and neither should she. But yeah. what it seems like right now to me, and again, this is still coming out, but if what's being alleged is fact, 
and she almost took, almost severed his finger straight up. Uh, I want to read what uh, Mr. Henry 84 said right there. As a queer person, I'm truly upset by the actions of Smollett and Heard uh, and the ramifications that it could have on the U.S. queer community. Like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people well, that will want... that's not funny for me to tweet. I can't use there's... that. Okay, I don't... <laughs> that wasn't a suggestion for that. I don't know if that was the Formento <laughs> suggestion, but I like your. I like where your head's at. <laughs> um, but no, it is true because now people... These are exceptions, right? Like, there's going to be people saying, like, well, see, women beat up men just as much as, as girls, or, or domestic abuse is always a hoax. Like, no, these are exceptions, and... and it's the... actually the, the lowest fiction... People lie about it the least. Of all crimes, domestic abuse is the least lied about violation so but these are making it come in the public light and what's so disgusting about these crimes is that they're being perpetrated by people who already have so much more than most of us and seem so intent on having that little bit more to get that little bit over on everyone else and to see how dirty you have to play uh yes the impacts on the queer community but on anybody that believes that we're born in this country and we have a fair chance I think the implications go way beyond any of that. And they are criminal. And um, so, yeah, I don't need Mira if it's true. Senior senior nerd says, if WB recast Will Smith, Amber Heard is not safe if these allegations from Johnny Jepp is true. That's That's so valid that if they're willing to recast somebody based on scheduling conflicts, if you are a a person who's abusing people, damn right WB is going to recast you. I'd say the best thing for Aquaman 2 right now is that four years, that four-year-away date. That is the best thing because, like you're saying, WB can not be rash and fire her tomorrow because they have a long time before this film is even in Mm pre-production. So hopefully all this will be settled and we'll know who is innocent and who's guilty in the eyes of the law before the movie has to make any decisions. So I think that's a good thing on on the film is Warner Brothers doesn't have to do what what, what Marvel did and and, and play it wrong. Yes. I think they've got the time to to actually look into it. I agree. And they don't have to make any kind of statement. I would rather them come out if they are going to make a statement and just say, hey, guys, I know that the public wants an answer on this. We are doing our due diligence as a company and looking into That's it. That's all you say. That's all, That's all you got to say. This th- I just wanted to address from Eon001 in the chat. He said, so Heard actually lied. I've seen the video of Depp flipping out, though, just saying. I've seen the video as well. And I'm not saying that Depp is innocent in this situation. We don't know. But what we saw in that video was one clearly one situation. And it was not um, what he's accusing her of, which is her beating herself up and claiming that he did that, her almost taking off one of his fingers and her beating him up uh, also. So, you know, I don't know. Could they both be at fault? Absolutely. We'll have to see how it unfolds and what the video evidence shows and and what the allegations are. Zeno Hour says, no offense, but I don't think we should be talking about this at the moment. Major outlets don't seem to be taking this seriously. I don't get it. Uh, I guess he's implying that. Uh, what are you implying there, Zeno Hour? That we're talking uh, about it in its relevant. We have to talk about it in general, but in its relevance to DC, she's one of the biggest women in the DC universe right now. We've got like, I don't know, ten of them that are big. We've got Wonder Woman, we've got Mera, we've got 
Iris is Don't cast. really got Lois Lane anymore. We got, yeah, I guess we got Lois. Like, there's not that many, and she is one of the fiercest that we have. So it's relevant to the future of any DC movies, but especially Aquaman 2, which has already been announced. So it's important to talk about. But you're right that we don't know where it's going to go, so we'll keep updating you guys. Okay. Um, let's talk about some positive stuff, shall we? Like... There's a DC uh, there's a DC movie coming out in a couple of weeks and in fact you're going to be able to see it like next week if you want to which is so exciting Shazam is on the way uh go become an AMC uh, was a, or a Fandango VIP member and you can get those tickets for the shows on Saturday the 23rd So I'm pulling up right now because our very own Mikey Christmas actually already saw this movie and oh, if you by the way Lucky Summer Bear If you're not following us already go to DC Movies Live on both Twitter and Instagram where he put up his initial reactions because the social media embargo is already up. But I will read to you guys now what he said about the movie. Now, this is just me reading his words. I have not seen the movie. Uh, this is uh, at Mikey Christmas. No, not at, at, Mikey Mike Kalinowski. at Mike Kalinowski. He said, Shazam is fan-damn-tastic. So much heart, full of comedy that works, but also some dark moments that added drama and danger. The cast is wonderful. You just feel the love this movie wears on its sleeve. Score was perfectly utilized, and man, the huge dot dot dot, that's all for now. Wow. So, the huge what? You think he's got playing a little twist in there? We'll see. But that's Mikey Christmas, and... Everyone else we've heard, I've got to say, haven't heard. uh, uh, I haven't heard negative stuff. Like I heard negative stuff about every other one. Even when they when they were mixed, these early reactions going back to BBS, even Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman was very kind of like more positive, but like dumb fun in these early. I'm not hearing much negative. Me neither. And because of that, it looks like it's tracking very well, looking at a 40 to $45 million opening weekend. Which I got to think it's going to do 20 more than that. I think I so, still, too. I think so, too. I still, and, and, and honestly, you got to remember, this is a budget of like half of what Aquaman was. So you double that in, in, in like what your advertising is, and you're looking at $150 million, $160 million investment. If it makes $40 million in America opening weekend, like it's, it's easily a $300 million 350 at that point. But I don't know. I think based off this, based off how people are seeing it and how much buzz I'm hearing for it, I'm thinking 60. Yeah, I I think so too. Uh, you but know, that's I uh, what the heck They're do putting I it know? out in 1200 theaters just to create buzz, only doing a couple of performances. Those are not to get big box office. Like I've heard some people say like, "Well, that dig into Captain Marvel's receipts like Maybe from like, but it's going to be the hardcore, the people that are the fans that are going to show up for this. As Zachary Levi said, see both. Go see both. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, I think a lot of people have seen yeah. Captain Marvel, Just if not saying. multiple times. I don't think that's why they're doing it. Although, one could look at cynic- look at it cynically and say the social media embargo for Shazam did lift on opening night of Captain Marvel. Right. And we have moved our screenings up, right. which does cut in slightly <sighs> to Captain Marvel. And I- I'm not saying, you guys know I love DC and it's just smart by them, but... Jack Dennis says Shazam will open to 80 million. Easy. Wow, Jack. That sounds like 83, Jack. If you're saying it's easy, then that's like 83, 84. The more I'm seeing of this film, though, the more I'm liking it. We got that new Chinese trailer, which uh, you guys should go watch on your own. It's pretty cool. But there is more mentions, Adam, of other superheroes in this, I think, to cater to the Chinese market. Did you check out this trailer? Did Um, I lose you? 
Uh, no, I was just... Uh, Where did I lose you? Um, the trailer for... The Chinese trailer? No, I did not see the Chinese trailer. Really? Are we going to look at it now, aren't we? Mm-mm, we are not. People oh, are going to look okay. at it at home uh, because we do not want to get a copyright strike. Little, oh, really? A little peek behind that curtain there. I'm assuming that's why. I don't know. Oh, I see, I so, see, I see. But I see. you guys can go check it out yourselves and make sure you're giving them the clicks anyway because this trailer looks awesome uh, and it's not dubbed. It's in... English, but there's just subtitles for it, and we get reference to Aquaman and Superman and Batman. And I love how they've been telling you that, hey, I'm a DC character in the trailers and the commercials. The yeah. reason I didn't watch it is just because we're so close to seeing it. I just want to like get there already. I know Mikey was lucky enough to see it. We were trying to get to a screening, but it seems like the 23rd is like almost here anyway. I know, so. but I'm, I don't know. I'm still holding out hope. We'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, we do know that David F. Semberg said that it was not Kevin Conroy that does the voice of the toy that says, I'm Batman. Yeah, it was a random. It was nobody that I'd ever heard of. So it's not. But because somebody on Reddit was like, oh, my God, it's Kevin Conroy. And Samberg was like, it's not. It's not. But you could think that, which, all right, that's fine. So tons and tons of... Uh, new Shazam stuff. Yeah, and again, just about the box office, the idea that 40 to 45 is not considered a bad opening, even though it would be the DCEU's lowest to date. As we said, this is the because it's the New Line film, I think the budgets are a little more trimmed down at New Line Studios, um, and I know that they did go back and add more money to the movie to do some reshoots to make it maybe look a little more rich. Um, Mark Balam in the chat says Shazam could make a billion and we won't know until it's released. It's true. I think what we're really going to know is on the 23rd, once you get those trailers, once the Twitter streams and social media streams start filling with people's reactions, then it's going to really make opening weekend the event that people are not thinking it is right now. People's response to the trailers is very mixed. It is. I mean, and I can I can see that. I can see you can look at the trailer and think, oh, it just looks stupid. It doesn't oh, really I look that it. funny. But, but the reactions to the film are what are so positive. So I feel like that 23rd, that social media is going to be the best advertising for the film that we've seen yet. Also, that morning is when the official embargo drops. So I think they're trying to push people there. Going to the chat, Ola Kunle Ine. Sorry, I butcher names. It's what I do. I've seen Shazam, and there's important twists in it. So maybe that's what Mikey was talking about. Oh, yeah. Sounds like an important twist. Oh, don't tell me anymore. Um, Don't tell me anymore. So before we get any any more news about what what that twist might be, um, there's other films down the pike, films that have already finished wrapping, wrapping. That we have to wait a long time for. For some reason, we, we've we've not heard a thing about Wonder Woman eighty four for quite a while. So now we have heard something about it. Something and, interesting, and it's the fact that Wonder Woman eighty four is not a sequel. <gasps> I I really didn't understand what was going on here uh, because I guess sequel by the technical term maybe not. What do you think of when you think of it as a sequel, Adam? I like, think of a new, of a new story with the same characters. You yeah. know, like the, the only way it would not be a sequel to me is if it discounted or contradicted the reality of the first movie and said same actors, but a different universe. Like uh, if it was like an anthology or something like that, where uh, each episode was not supposed to have the same canon. But Charles right. Robin seems I'll to imply that it quote. does. Yeah. yeah. So he uh, Charles Robin being the producer said that. 
she was just determined that this movie should be the next iteration of Wonder Woman, but not a sequel, referring to Patty Jenkins. And she's definitely delivering on that. It's a completely different time frame, and you'll get a sense of what Diana slash Wonder Woman had been doing in the intervening years. But it's a completely different story that we're telling, even though it'll have a lot of the same emotional things, a lot of humor, a lot of brave action, tugs at the heartstrings as well. Is it possible, Adam, is it possible that this is not the same Earth Diana and not the same Earth Steve? So that you can just have a new story and a new meeting between a new Steve? I did think of that. And it doesn't matter, and we're now on Earth 34, and it is uh, just a do- totally different with Cheetah, and she has been Wonder Woman the whole time, and, and Steve never died, and they met in a different way. And, and she knows a different Batman, wink, wink. Yeah. Uh! Totally. It's so it's well because you have the multiverse, you don't know, and I can't say for sure or no. He does imply though that there is references to what she's been doing in the intervening years, and, and also that they want it to be more singular, not unlike a Bond film. Right. While the Daniel Craig movies, and Mikey is definitely the expert in Bond here. I'm not. It seems like the Daniel Craig movies are more sequely, and the other ones it's just a new story, usually a new Bond, not that much connectivity. Um, I kind of wonder if it's a marketing thing. I can tell you, someone who's not as into superhero movies, uh-huh. I get exhausted if I find out it's going to be too sequely. Like, right. already with Endgame, I'm like, oh man, now I have four hours of homework before I go into this. Right. So as a casual movie fan, I like hearing that it's not a quote-unquote conventional sequel, because I feel like as a casual movie goer, I can go and enjoy the movie on its own but terms. I agree with that, Jeff. However, wouldn't you think that they would use it as a marketing tool to make you go buy the first Wonder Woman? Because usually what they say are things like, right. you should definitely check out the first Wonder Woman before you come see this aka up the blu-ray views that's a good point Uh, so i don't know if it's if it's a marketing tool it's a strange one we'll see if it works but i think that they would get a lot of crap if this is a different earth if this is an alternate universe i don't know if fans are gonna fly for that you guys let us know in the comments because i could be dead wrong and part of what we love about dc comics and comics in general is that there can be these standalone stories like the joker different timelines different universes just think this one wouldn't hit fans particularly well. Yeah, so it's it, it just the thing that makes this story interesting is the Steve Trevor mystery, which we know. We know that Chris Pine is in the film, but we don't know how because he definitely perished in the last film. And we know that well, they don't want to undo he, that. Did he definitely perish? Well, I mean. He could have. He could have came out. And the helicopter, you know, got now. But it's also, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so many years later, he'd be an old man. So something, there's something that's going on there. I'm making a joke. There's no way no. he survived it. It exploded. It was a plane in the sky and it exploded <laughs> and nothing fell out of it. And you know what? I just want, I was thinking about that end of uh, uh, Wonder Woman the other day. And, and it does get a lot of crap for the third act because it is a very like CGI heavy whatever fight but part of that third act is that flashing back when they can't hear each other and I'm like that's a really Which powerful is one of the most powerful ever. so so yeah I'm thinking about it I'm like yeah Wonder Woman it does have a lot of great things I think I I still believe that Wonder this one's going to be even better though I really do All right. uh, I'm excited for it we got to move cuz we want to get to TV time and stuff like that um You want to talk a little Aquaman? Yeah uh yeah just to to get back to uh, Aquaman a little bit it seems like uh um, Orm, while he may be in the film, is not going to be the primary villain in the sequel, which I think most of us sort of suspected. And that's kind of what he said. He was, uh, he was basically like, yeah, you know, I'll be in it, but I don't think it's going to be me as the villain, the main guy again. Which, which is and, like, okay. Any shot, he, he would turn up in the trench? Do you guys, I'm not familiar with the comic well, book Trench people, Mythos. A lot of people are wondering whether Momoa's even going to show up in the trench. Some people were saying yes. I would think that's a hard no, but 
I think you got to play it like a hard no, and then it's a surprise cameo if anything. Like, so probably like that with Orm as well. I don't know, um, but but I've heard the trench is like kind of like a recent. It's like a Jeff Johns creation, I believe, and it's like kind of more recent to the Atlantean mythology. So it doesn't have like the baggage of a lot of years. And I don't personally know that much about that mythology, so I'm curious as to what that story is going to be like. Um, but it also seems that there's a new Aquaman exhibit. Yeah, there's a new uh, Warner Brothers exhibit. I actually think that our producer, uh, Ryan, might have seen, gone to this at Warner Brothers, but I'm not positive. There, If you want to look online, there's a bunch of videos that go around and they show you the costumes and some of the set pieces and all that stuff. So if you're really into the behind-the-scenes stuff, they've got a lot of stuff in this exhibit, which was really cool to look at via video. Nice. Well, that's yeah. cool stuff. Um the will they won't they make it flash movie seems to be happening. Things are seem to be healthy, and then we have new rumors to suspect that uh, production could be beginning in November. Now that's not to say that it will start filming this year, but that sounds like the Flash could be the next film to shoot after the Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. If if that's to be believed, if this is to be true. Cause Which would mean that that would probably come after Wonder Woman 84 in 2021. So maybe in 2022 we would get it? Or what do you think that... Or what, what would that mean? Or maybe in 2021? Um, no, I think 2121 is already pretty full because so you have be Suicide Squad 2 in August. But this could be... Yeah, it could be that... Yeah, it could be big summer... Um, uh, 22. Suicide Squad is in 2020. 21. No, Wonder Woman moved to 2020. No, Wonder Woman is 2020. 2020. And Suicide and Squad 2 is 21. Yeah, so it's gonna, right now it looks like it's going to be Batman, I think, in June of 2021, and then Suicide Squad 2 in August of 2021. Okay. I believe... How is it possible that these if, dates if every time... If my DC time, movie... Matt, it's like... Yeah, you're right. Suicide Squad 2 August 2021. I got it? It's so... I can't believe it. Yes, Every time I think I have it. Every you lose time it. I think I have a grip on when these are. It's so, so what good. What are our 2020 films then? We've only got 2020 films are Wonder Woman and um, the Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous oh, and the Birds of Prey. Emancipation, Emancipation of one, of one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. It's all the ladies next year. 2020 is I the year so of the sorry, ladies. I'm so sorry, guys. I do not mean to. Uh, I don't know if you guys are keeping up better than I do, but the second I think I have, which August, which June, which. It just goes. Uh, I wonder if it has anything to do with that other thing that you like to advertise and talk about so much. Does it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, my head's in the the TV clouds. Oh, I wasn't thinking about the TV. You know, some of the other things that you promote and talk about and express interest in sometimes. Cannabis. Oh, what? Yeah. No, it's hard. There's all, I mean, and then Wonder Woman was pushed back and Flash has been pushed back 16 times. And now we've got Black Adam in talks for when we're doing that. That's why we've got people like Zeno Hour out there and Jack Dennis and and all the people. they're saying Birds of Prey is 2021. No, they're wrong. Oh. It's 2020. Okay. Let's see. Uh, 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 Matt Reeves did a little yeah, late February. night Q and A. You're on. I'm it. on, guys. I'm on. Don't stop me now. What, what date is Birds of Prey? Which month? Oh, Birds of Prey is happening. DC movie quiz. DC movie quiz. Birds of Prey is happening in like February of 2020. What day in February? February eighth, 2020. Seventh. Seven. So oh my goodness. 
Seventh was so close. Been hosting DC Movie News, baby, for like four years. I can already years. hear the troll right now. Don't they host the show called DC Movie? You're right. My mom is I not do. listening to the show like that. Uh, Stop it. I was not so your mom. Matt Reeves did this into little. The show before. She has. Uh, Matt Reeves did this little Q and A last night. People were asking some funny questions. I don't know if you have the link there, Roxy, but he was doing a little Q and A, and there was one piece of information that was sort of just confirmed. Um, if you have it, uh, let's see, because there were like uh, some kind of funny back and forth that he had. So he just took to Twitter very early this morning, like at like midnight, uh, 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 March 15th, and people were asking questions like, what are the chances that the Batman is going to appear, uh, Batman will appear in the Batman? And he confirmed that that was a possibility. Uh, somebody else asked a question about Batman appearing in a doorway with a light being cast from behind him. And, uh, and he said, depending on the angle of the light... Uh, and then, do you guys know when you'll start filming it? Was a serious one. Yeah, and, and looking he, like some time time around year's end. Yeah, which we've which we've been saying for six months. That's now. exciting. That's filming. Yeah. That's filming. Filming. Just think of how happy all the DC movie fans all over the world are going to be when they start rolling on another Batman film. Yeah, As gr- and and especially what's great about it is after some successes, like if Shazam comes and it's a, and it's a hit, then we got. You know, we got Aquaman followed by Shazam. We got and like this Joker thing coming around the corner, which is insane that that's coming this year too. You know, Joker's coming out this year, guys. It, we got we got to go. we waited a long time, but then now it doesn't feel like so long between. And that's October nineteenth. I want to say. Uh, let's look, DC movie Joker. Quiz. Let's October see. of twenty. No, I said nineteenth because it's twenty nineteen. That's oh. stupid. Joker movie release. Well, I think you actually might be pretty accurate with what? that. What? It's October 4th. Oh, uh, I was wrong. October 4th. <laughs> you failed the city, Adam Gertler. This is what we talk about, the news, which is the the, the dates. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Army Hammer also denied rumors again that he was going to this be Batman. This is amazing because it was on TMZ, and TMZ was like, are you going to be Batman? And he was like, no. And they were like, can you confirm that you are Batman? He was like, I cannot. And they were like, are you saying, really, you are not Batman? He was like, I am not. Like, he just... They just asked every single way that they could, and he was like, no. But you know what's what's funny about that, guys, is that right now, nobody is. Yeah. We are well, in a batman this world right now, besides I'm Roxy, batman. who's holding the mantle. But nobody really has it. So even if he is in talks, he did not deny being in talks at this point. He did a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But in that time, Warner Brothers could no, have been like, listen. It. They asked him, are you are you doing this? Just He's wondering if you're interested. No. Don't he tell anybody no. we're talking to he him. He said no 15 different ways. Okay. He said no thank you. So you're saying he's not going to be Batman. I'm I'm saying he's saying that. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm telling you he's telling us that he is not going to. Uh, I do. I know we got to get to TV time, but I did want to mention the fact that uh, Affleck, back there making the rounds, he had that movie Triple Frontier that came out, and he said that he would be still down to direct a DC movie, implying that there's no super bad blood. When he was asked heavily about it. Like, think, keep in mind. <laughs> well, like, held down? I mean... No, no, but it's not like he, on his own merit, was like, you know what I would love to do? I would love to direct a DC... M-. They had no. asked him. You know, they they yeah. prompted him. I take this to, to be more him saying, no bad blood, it's all good, still want to work with these people in the future, rather totally. than seriously considering the fact that he's he would be doing a DC movie. But that being said, would you want to see one? Do you have any interest, or do you want to just be like... I always had interest in a Ben Affleck... Jeff Johns team up because one knows filmmaking mm-hmm. and one knows comics well and I wanted to see some kind of combination of what they could bring to the team 
which is what I thought we would get. So, yeah, I would love to see. I, I love Ben Affleck's uh, work. I think he makes amazing, amazing art. So, yes, I would like to see that. I uh, lost you again? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you think you would do amazing, but, uh, yeah, these people were saying that uh, there's, there was a trailer that these guys were talking about. They said it didn't look good. Like, it doesn't even look like a film, but I was trying They're to talking about it. the Netflix show, the uh, movie that he had. Oh, Triple Frontier. Yeah. Did you watch it? No, but I thought that the trailer actually looked awesome. I got to tell you, most of those Netflix films, I don't like. I like a lot of the shows. Did you but- watch the movie? I did not yet. I downloaded it. I was going to watch it on the plane. The only one I've really loved so far was that one with Mads Mikkelsen. Um, I'm uh, loving all the cheesy uh, teenage drama ones. I just started watching like the, an- the, the crazy and... animated show, uh, Love and Robots and oh, Death or something. That. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That looks uh... awesome. It's like heavy metal, right, but like better. We have to move forward. Speaking more about Batman, we got a lot of different stuff. The Dark Knight trilogy is coming back to IMAX, which is cool. Uh, although Adam informed me right before the show that you can't get tickets anymore. I think it's sold out already. <laughs> so, that's Cheryl, is this it. true? Confirm or deny that? To, you see, I mean, and is it one night? What's the deal? I think that. Each one of them was getting a different night because okay. they were doing the whole trilogy Good. from what I was reading. But I, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. That makes more sense. Yeah, something like that because it was all three of them, hence trilogy. Also, Ray Fiennes would love to play Alfred in a live action version. He voiced him mm-hmm. in the Lego movies. So I would actually like to see that. I think that he could make a good Alfred. Oh yeah, he'd be perfect. He, in fact, he'd be perfect in the same vein that um, uh, Jeremy Irons is. Uh, they're about the same age, I think. Maybe uh, Ray Fiennes is like ten years younger. Maybe. Can you do an Alfred? Um, you know, Mike Cam. Well, he does an Alfred like this. He does a Michael Caine, Monster Wayne. I know it's not great. No, that was it. Was good until you said it's not great. Uh, well, yeah, but I went into a different accent. Then it was, this no, is me. The first one being a. This is me talking like Michael Caine. Master Wayne, I will not watch another son, another Wayne be buried. It's pretty so, good. Some, I actually think it's pretty good. Uh, in the chat, some Ryan men Peterson. just want to watch the world burn. Ryan Peterson said he would be a great Alfred, uh, and I agree with that. Tons of, tons of, uh, what? Your hands. It was too loud? I don't know. Oh, said hair toss up there. Oh. <laughs> good, good, good that I catched on all your cues. Again, we're just poking back the curtains for Let everybody. See it. Uh, let's talk about Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I can't believe this is uh, coming out. I did not know that this was happening. Yeah, well, it is. And this was a trailer that showed us how much it is happening. It was kind of wild. I enjoyed the trailer. Did you check? Did you I have not watched it? the trailer yet. Does that, it look good? I'm excited yeah, to see it. It, it kind of did. It looked weird. Cheryl, what do you guys think? Good. Uh, yeah, I would love to hear from you guys what you would what you thought on this because I kind of was expecting to go on this and not like it, and then I checked it out and was like, wow, this is weird, and I'm kind of in. I'm kind of down. It was weird. It was uh, well, weird. I, I watch all these, and as we know, if you have DC uh, streaming service, uh, you're going to be able to check out all those original films. And if you don't have the streaming service, uh, I guess we should. Uh, Stop right over. here. We're heading on over. We're going to cross on to the other side of the show for the last minutes. So Stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> it's back with it. I like that. I tried to segue so smooth. And then I did it. And then, no, and then it was just like, no, you can't get over there from here. You have to no. go through the gate. No, let's open it. 
All right, we got tons of stuff to go over and so little time, so we're going to flash on through this. Speaking of flashing through something, The Flash got a new showrunner. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, we got a new showrunner uh, for next season. We're changing showrunners, which is interesting. I know you were teeing me up for... I know, no, no, it's okay, I okay. didn't go that. But it, we, it was interesting to see because I thought that uh, everything was going all fine and dandy with the Flash. You never really know exactly why they're making these changes internally. Uh, but with Arrow coming to its final season and whatnot, uh, I want to give this guy his credit. We are changing to uh, Todd Helbing will depart. And uh, the person who is coming in, I put his name on some doc, Eric Wallace. Okay. Eric Wallace has proven his exceptional talent and voice since season four, and we couldn't be more thrilled to watch how he shapes the future of Team Flash and the many thrilling adventures that lay ahead for our characters and dedicated fans. That is what Todd Helbing said. So, interesting that we're we're switching it up? Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, actually, interesting. that's what Greg Berlanti said about him. Oh, great. So, if Ber- in Berlanti we trust, so if Berlanti said it, then it's so. That's cool. I'm I'm like... A good couple of episodes in the hole on the flash right now. Like you still, you're not caught up. I'm not caught up. I'm like five or six back, mm-hmm. I, and, and I and I do like that show, but it is just interesting. Like I say, it's always proof to me the shows that I need to plow through and can't wait for, and then ones that build up in the DVR. So if this season's been okay. It just seems like a lot of more okay. of the same. It's just, it's just, it's not that it's bad. It's just that I've seen it before, so this excites me. Um, Archie I did, says Flash needs a lift, so that's kind of what that's it great. sounds like you're saying. So this is um, good. I I've been preferring to watch the shows on the on the streaming platform, DC Universe. Mm-hmm. If I may bring her over to my exit again, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and I say like, and a lot of people are like, have not taken the plunge yet. They're waiting for it to come in. And I just found out before coming in here that apparently you can get DC Universe for free from March 15th to the end of the month. Not the whole thing for free. But you can watch the first couple of episodes of Titans, of Doom Patrol, which is so bizarre, uh, and uh, and Young Justice Season 3. Which is showing me a couple of things. Number one, that they trust in their shows, that they're good enough that it will sell you. But number two, that they're not doing as well as they were hoping they would be doing. The fact that they're allowing this now and not at the beginning. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily see it that way. Because now they have three original shows that are out there. And at the beginning, they would only be able to show you the first episode of Titan. So I think it's cool that at this point, where they're at, they can show you a couple of different things that they have. And it's still so early on. I definitely re- recommend getting it to at least check out doom patrol because i'm loving that so i think that yeah go and now coming back to my fence so let's jump back over to my fence Uh let's get to grant gustin you guys can read this in your own time but he wrote a pretty sentimental goodbye post to arrow he said it was kind of like finally sinking in that Stephen amell wasn't going to be there and all this stuff and you know that they all shoot together Mm -hmm. uh, and, and very close on set so that was really nice to see him write on instagram also, sticking with CW, let's talk about Batwoman because it came out this week via deadline that Greg Berlanti said the pilot of Batman is, uh, sorry, Batwoman mm-hmm. is actually taking place before the crossover event. Yeah. Which, so we're going back to the origin, which makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, it makes me, total sense. Yeah. Because we have to do that. Uh, and, and we've heard rumors that we will see a little Batman in this. I know that they've said like officially that you won't see Batman, but I think. You're saying he's going to be really little? Uh, it's going to be Tiny Batman. Tiny we'll Batman is Batman. in the film. Batmite is in the film. No, I think you're going to see uh, similar. I would guess that you're going to see Batman in a capacity similar to what we saw on Doom Patrol, which is like not direct face shots. What we saw on Titans? 
Uh, Titans, excuse me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not Doom Patrol. Uh, then we've got casting uh, going to Titans. S.I. Morales. I don't know if that's how you say it. Morales, I I know his face from everywhere. He's literally been in, like, every one of those procedural and and whatnot shows. But he is joining the DC Universe as Deathstroke. So we're getting a a Deathstroke, which is the start of seeing different casting for CW characters versus the DC Universe characters. That's true. Is that the first such character? Wow. It's the first that I can think of. Different world. That is really cool. And also, Manganello not stepping up anytime soon, it seems to imply. Yeah. Yeah. Those hoping to see Manganello sooner than later. Unless unless he is, and they're just playing up the yeah. different timeline, different universe, different everything. Yeah, but it seemed like Cy- uh, Cyborg showed up on Titans, uh, right on Doom Patrol. I keep mixing him up uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, true, true. We also got a trailer for the Bane episode of Gotham because we did not get an episode of Gotham last night. So Red Band trailer is up now. Make sure you guys check that out because... Hopefully you're as excited for that Gotham episode as I am as we're coming down to the last couple of episodes. We also had new episodes of Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, Supergirl, and Doom Patrol. We have amazing in-depth coverage of all of those things on AfterBuzz TV. So if you want in-depth coverage for any of those shows, check out our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, and they'll give it break it all down for you. But in general, I will say this wasn't my favorite week of TV for CW. Mm-hmm. We still had that second part of the Doom Patrol episode. Did you check out this, this one? No, I have one in the chamber. I'm excited to watch that. I'm definitely going to watch that today. Yeah, so there, it, it, it's getting a little weird. It's uh-huh. getting a little weird, and, and we're getting to that CW, that midpoint where we're getting a little angry. See, okay. Like, all right. So uh, you want stuff to be happening? Happen, happen. You know, yeah. I know you guys have twenty-two episodes to fill, but something happened. We didn't know we were. Is it also like no, not not a lot of Timothy Dalton in this one? Uh, they seem no, to be using. No, there's him very actually sparingly. tons of D- Timothy Dalton. Oh, great! In this one. Yeah, Good. which I was really happy. I about. like him. So definitely worth checking out. And as I said, go to Afterbus TV if you want more on those shows because that's all we have right now. Uh, for TV time. Oh, someone brings up the good point. They want to lean into this Deathstroke being of Latin American descent. Yeah, which is good and cool. Interesting. And also they got a very seasoned actor to do it. Uh, Eon's asking about news on Krypton. I don't have any news on Krypton, but it is coming. Uh, yes, it's I'm coming. not aware. Yeah, it's coming back. So, But uh, that's all. We'll probably have a lot more news next week, guys. This was fun just being with you, Roxy. Maybe we'll have even seen it. We don't know. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be something if we've seen it? Um, uh, Johnny LaQuasto, uh, I think he's not going to be here next week either. But find him. Talk to Johnny. Talk to him about all these stories at Johnny LaQuasto, Mike Kalinowski. Of course, he's at Mike Kalinowski. Uh, Roxy, where can people find you? Uh, at Roxy Stryer. They're playing us off, Adam. They're playing us off. I we like that. Go. I, think, no, I think that's like, you know, when you kind of hear it, it's like he's, a, he's an improv partner that we're partnering Jeff's with. Jeff's like, I'm done with DC for the day. No. Uh, it's another peek behind the curtain, guys. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler. Uh, watch FX Movie Download next Friday on FX to learn all you knew you needed to know about Ride Along 2. I'll well, see you next time <laughs> on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.